kind of just want to do my own thing, you know? I just want to yeah. stay away from people. You guys are on a phone, right? Like, like, I'm to a party, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking go. <laughs> Is that terrible? No. And, and nothing against her. It's not her. It's just, the, I don't uh, want to go to Columbus on Friday night. The captains and coaches night. are having a thing down at one of the players' houses next Saturday. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, I don't know what's happened. Something I happened. I just, I like, you know? I just want to be... I just want to stay at home and enjoy my dog and my TV and my movies. I had somebody to be with that. Be, that I do that too, but every other. Just over it. Whatever. Is this thing on? Hello? Oh, oh, I want the show. Hey. Hot mic. Hot mic. Hot, oh, hot mic. Hot mic. This is it. On with the show. Hey, it's been two weeks. I'm sorry. I had a little scene last week. It's all right. You know, you know what? It was kind of like a holiday anyway, because it was President's Day and Valentine's Day. So Friday and Monday were kind of like, so it kind of made sense to me because I was like, kind oh, of yeah. lead in on last Wednesday. Yeah, we kind of need like a little, you know, when there's holidays, I think, you know, when the kids have no school and all the banks are closed. And I said, you know what? You're off from work? Out. Oh, wait a minute. I wasn't off from work. Never mind. I wasn't either. <laughs> Don't feel bad. <laughs> I work too. Nerds. But, you know, I was saying it kind of worked out because it was kind of like a little holiday, a little break. And right. I actually didn't have dance on that Saturday what? because, well, because the kids, when they're out of school, we're out of school. That's that kind of thing. So it kind of worked out because I was like, oh, that's good. I didn't have radio and I didn't have dance. And I just, you know, that's nice. Did your thing? I did my thing. Yeah, you know, I didn't. Uh, uh, I had a, my problem last week was I had a stupid crap stress test and it just, it wore pass? I don't know. I didn't hear from the doctor. I got I got blood work. I got to get done. I'm like I know. I'm like I'm like I'm like my grandpa down in the retirement village. Ah, uh, and and Josh McGega across the street. He had to go for a for an oncology visit. And then Marge from across the way next door. Ah, uh, it was. Uh, she had to go for her eyes at an ophthalmologist because she couldn't see. Damn it! In the car. And I used to be like, why am I why am I listening to this? You know, mm. so, oh, and then you know, I got, I got the gout and that you know, and I got the uric the acid, oh, you know, and it's and it's like ninety five degrees out, and my grandpa would have a cardigan sweater on outside nice. in the sun, oh, and I'm cold all the time because back when I drove truck, I hung my my arm out the window, and now, now I'm eighty and it's cold. I'm like oh, okay. Susan Lucci's seventy three. God bless. Speaking of driving truck with your arm out the window, what? <laughs> Susan Lucci is 73? Wow. Well, yeah. well, what about uh, Nurse Kelly from uh, MASH passing away? I, I think she was two or 72 or three. Uh, call me crazy. I don't remember any women on that show except Loretta Swit. I really what? don't. I don't remember any women on that show except for Loretta Swit. Lieutenant Dish? I don't remember. Wow. Lieutenant yeah. Dish was very, very I know you wrote that. You were like, as a fan of MASH, this is a set. And I go, I don't remember. That was She was nice. She was nice. Yeah, but really who did she play? What's that? What? I don't remember any other women on MASH either. Oh, stop. Right. I just remember Loretta Swit. Hot Lips Houlihan. That's it. I don't know. You ginger? Know, uh, you know, the... the, uh, the ginger? Like yeah. Marianne? No, 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 no. Ginger. Oh. African-American gal. Beautiful. Holy smoke. She was what? gorgeous. Lieutenant Dish. She was gorgeous. Uh, Nurse Kelly. Don't she remember. was very cute. No. Um, I remember all the male characters. I just do really you? do not... Oh, yeah. Do I you? remember when they changed. And then McLean Stevenson changed. And then they get... What's his name? Farrell come and take his place. I remember that. Who? 
in MASH. Wayne Stevenson was the colonel. And he left, remember? I understand it. And then he was, and then Rob Farrell came in when he left. But he didn't replace him. No, he didn't replace him, but he, he came in. He, he started and walked that guy Because it was a Sherman T. Potter. You Listen, know. the fact that I know that much about that show, you should be very happy because I didn't even watch that show. So you should just be impressed with that. Actually, I, I didn't even watch that show. Actually, how do uh, I know that? Mike because I know came stuff. in when Trapper John left. When um, oh Trapper, oh right, right, right. What was his name? Trapper John. Uh, I can see him. I knew one left and one came in. Yeah, Trapper Come John on. left and Mike Farrell, uh, Lieutenant Mike, uh, right. uh, Captain Honey. I remember Mike Farrell's name. Um, and then, Gosh. Uh, and then Colonel Blake left and Colonel Potter. Came in. Um, All right. Yeah. Whatever. Like I said, I, I didn't really uh, watch like Frank that Burns much. left and then Charles came. I remember Radar? He was he was from the movie. He was the only holdover only from the movie. Only one that came over in the movie. Yeah. And Klinger. Right. And, of course, Alan Alda. I mean, he's, right. the, you know. And Father Mulcahy. The father. Yeah. Remarkable shade of Jamie yellow. Farr dressed up like a woman. He was before his time. <laughs> he would have been made. It's so funny today. now when you watch an old things where men dressed up like women. Like now it's, it's, it's people do it. Uh, but please. at the time when they were doing it. Very and, shocking. Well, and you know what? It wasn't. Think about that for a second. Have a moment. <laughs> but you know what it wasn't. Because it really wasn't. Because I remember... He would be in a dress, and I just didn't think anything of it. Like you think, I thought nothing of it. And then Flip I'm Wilson, crazy. I thought nothing of it. I wore a Warner Bugs Brown. Bunny, not thought nothing of it. I never <laughs> once thought it was weird. And then, and then it became weird because people talked about it, but no one was talking about it. That's why it wasn't weird. Get it? Wow. So think about it for a sec. No one like made it a point. Well, and this is pre-internet, you know, and all that stuff. But no one was like, "Oh my God, Bugs Bunny's in a dress." Oh my God, Flip Wilson's in a dress. Oh my God, Clinger's in a dress. Nobody talked like that. It just was there, it was, it was and you were just like, "Oh, there part it is." Of the storyline. I mean, Bugs right. Bunny with the fruit looked like Carmen Miranda. Right, but that's my point. Is that nobody <laughs> thought anything of it. But now, if a man's in a dress, it becomes a new story. Well, because every oh, here we go. Everybody, there's Don't make always it political. the, the uh, I'm just, I, I, I'm just, Don't it's, make it you tee this up, I gotta hit it. Uh, it. Everybody now, you know, is an attention hound, you know. Oh, I'll Dick agree with Benny. that. I'll agree with that. Okay, there yeah. is, there is, there is just an overabundance, a preponderance of attention hounds. And then when they can, sorry, but not really, spin it into their own agenda, whether it be personal, political. But that social, that social media did that. Uh, I think it, I it killed us. I think it was poison. Because I think, like I said, when things, when social media didn't exist, when these things happened, nobody really paid attention to it. And now well, was, that so social media It was media just that is, knucklehead over there doing what he's it, doing. It, but there was no, right? So what? So it wasn't news, but then it became news because of this thing called the internet which has destroyed people i and think this it's destruction the phone yeah well because now i can take a picture or a video right document everything which is interesting that I, that I deem i not myself i but i meaning i small i meaning whomever deem interesting necessary and or worthy of here it is again attracting attention to myself but on the flip side i kind of dig me if i wish my phone had a camera back in the day when i was young and my mother was alive and stuff because i would have been taking tons of pictures but here's we the, didn't have that okay that's, we didn't have those now, pictures that's you, you get out of my head because when you mention about social media think back your how long have you been say on facebook how long have you been there oh 2000 
I probably the year after it started. It's been, I remember I hit my 10 year mark maybe a year ago. So maybe 11 years. So 2008, 2009. Around that time. That's probably. about when I started, 2009. Yeah. Okay. And at that very beginning, pardon me, I was, not that it matters, but I was out in Pennsylvania and I'm still a member of the group. There was this group, um, and I, I, the, the exact name of it escapes me, but um, things you remember about East Brunswick, New Jersey, my hometown where I grew up. And I didn't live there, and I hadn't lived there at that point for a very long time. Of course, I'm back there now, blah, blah. So I'm on this Facebook group, you know, remembering East Brunswick, things about East Brunswick that it was very interesting. People would say, hey, remember Dallenbach Swimming Swim Club? Hey, remember Showcase Baseball Field for Little League? Hey, remember, you know, Farrell's Ice Cream at uh, the Brunswick Square Mall back in the 70s when they used to make a big commotion and all. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot all about these things. And it was very great. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you had like little conversations nice with people, maybe some of whom you, you knew used to know and got reacquainted with or that you didn't know from town you know about Farrell's you know ice cream parlor or whatever the heck you know and and it was great it was this communicative tool communicative yeah I love that to just you know shoot the breeze chew the fat shoot the shit for a while you know with again with people who you know and people who you don't then it became this thing with an agenda mm-hmm. okay it was well, bound pre-Facebook, to I was on MySpace. Oh, of course. So MySpace. So was I. I got my okay. boss saying, "Are oh, you kids with the MyFace and I the Spacebook?" Like, <laughs> th- oh, maybe thirteen years ago. Yeah. MySpace. Like oh six or seven or thereabouts. Before MySpace, there was a thing called Friendster. Yes, I remember, I remember that. that. I think it was like Friendster. I remember. I tried Friendster. to get them uh, doing and business with us when I was doing online marketing, lead, lead generation. Yeah, I kind of remember that, but it didn't last very long. No. Very, uh-uh. But MySpace was a juggernaut. I mean, I remember MySpace being the thing. Like oh, everybody was, wanted to be a MySpace. That was the thing, and that was that. I had I had a MySpace account, and then all of a sudden, boom, Facebook. Well, you know what? With Facebook, and I do remember this, is a friend of mine at work told me about Facebook. And said, oh, you know, it's, it's kind of like MySpace. I was like, okay. Right. So my, I had MySpace and my Facebook at the same time. But I remember when I joined Facebook, I noticed that a lot of Canadians were on it. And oh. there was hardly any Canadians on MySpace. I'll and I was really strange. because So I had this impression in my head. This is before I knew the Facebook story. But I thought, like, Facebook started in Canada. Because hmm. I didn't understand why there were so many Canadians on it. So all these people I grew up with and friends were on Facebook. And none of them were on MySpace. So I was wow. thinking, this must be a Canadian thing. And my friend's like, no, it's like started in Harvard. It's like it's like Massachusetts. So I go, what? What are you talking about? I was like, what? and then sure enough, it just kind of it just happened to be that they had reached that market, tapped that market very right. quickly, and uh, my cousins were on it, so everybody was on it. And then uh, ultimately, I just de- I deleted my MySpace because I was like, what's the point of yeah, having that? Yeah, I think that? I did too. Probably around, I don't know, twenty. 11, 2012. Yeah, I pulled all my pictures off because I didn't just want them to end up in cyberspace and just shut it down. Or maybe I didn't shut it down. I might still be floating out there all accidentally. Now it's like a music thing. It has YouTube links and stuff. Have you ever gone to it? It's really not. freaky. Wow. It's weird. It, it still says MySpace, but it's like, uh, it has like music videos. Mm. And yeah, but it's just links to YouTube. It's not even like music videos like posted. It's like 
click here, click here, and then it takes you to YouTube. And I'm like, well, I can just go to YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Why would I go to MySpace to go to YouTube? Because it takes you there. It's weird. No. But, yeah, Facebook, uh, yeah, Facebook, well, this is what I've learned, and I think you and I talk about that. I don't engage. Um, whenever I engage, it, it becomes a mess. And actually, there's one on my Facebook now that's becoming a mess, and I kind of want to pull it. I'm kind of done with it. And I didn't put it up there for it to become a mess, but it did. You actually liked it and put something. But now people are talking to each other. Once they start talking to each oh, other in a post, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I'm not even involved in the conversation, yeah. I get annoyed. Yeah. Because... You know, comment, whatever. I don't even mind if it's like a negative comment, whatever. But don't start having conversations with each other because it's just, I don't know, it annoys me. So it was about the um, the the girl who died because she was waiting for health care in Canada. Oh, horrible. So now here's the crazy thing. Now, because I have Canadian and American friends on Facebook, I get both sides. Oh, boy. This is the difference. And then I love when the people who are American are discussing it. It's like, well, I kind of come from a place where I know what I'm talking about. So I'm like, hold on there before you, like, jump and start making sense. Because, of course, right away it became political. People are like, see what see what happens? That doesn't work. It doesn't work. And it's like, wait a second. Hold on. And then my Canadian friend chimed in and said, well, I looked this up. He did, the, he did the intelligent thing. He says, it's a four-year-old article. Oh. And it's actually not what it really happened. And wow. here's what really happened. And he tell, he says, I've lived here my whole life. I've never had to wait. And, you know, and then my friends are all chiming in who live there now. Right. And have the health care. Right. So I kind of think they're right, whatever they say, because they're like there. They're doing it. I'm not there. They're living it. I haven't been there in, you know, 25, more than that. God, I haven't been there in 30 years. So what do I know? Except from what my friends tell me. Of course. But my grandmother, who is in the system, and this is based on what my uncle and aunt tell me, say things aren't very good. They're not good with seniors there. They're not. They don't take care of their seniors. But mm. not for nothing, they don't take care of their seniors here, here too. <laughs> so I mean, that's, that's, that's a common. I gotta uh, tell you, that's part of the reason you know why, that. My, why my dad and why I am a little, yeah. a little reluctant to sure. look at a, a, another place. Unless you're a millionaire. Home. Unless you're a millionaire. Well, I got to tell you, my mother once said something. Well, actually, it wasn't my mother. It was a good friend of ours um, who, this is the guy I think I may have mentioned, who was in the who's who's of American businessmen all the time, you know, top 500. He was a big consultant for Mobile Oil years ago, and he was very successful, and you'd never know it. He drove around in a 15-year-old car with 300,000 miles on it. That's why he was wealthy, because he had spent a lot on stuff like that, but I digress. Um my mother, who was not one to cuss, so to speak, but she would do so when quoting somebody else, okay? Mm-hmm. Mr. Cooper was his name, Bob Cooper. Wonderful guy, very li- lifelong Was she friend. hanging with him? Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Um, lifelong friends. They used to live behind us when we lived uh, at the, on Riders Lane. But, you know, wonderful people. And he said to my mom, something to the effect of, as he was getting older and starting to get a little unwell, Nance, the only difference about, you know, where you end up as an older person is how, you know, how much money you've got. I mean, if you've got some money, you'll be taken care of and cleaned up. If you don't have a lot of money, it's going to be laying in your own crap from time to time and I'm like I'm like oh man right. you it's know true. and this is probably 15 20 years ago and I was like oh gee that's that's a heck of a thing to think of well guess what you know um he's exactly right it's a damn shame mm. you know where again 
you know, this is this is a reason why I have a guy come in several times a week right. just to just to be there. He doesn't need to do much. He just needs to make sure that dad gets around. He's okay, all right, and he's you know? not falling or right. anything like that, right? You know, mm-hmm. and and should I have to do that? No. Do I have to do that? Yes, to me. Okay. Um, and I get it though. I mean, I just had a thing last night and overnight, you know, God love them. And I'm not telling stories out of school, but I mean, I'm sharing this because I'm sure that there are folks there, whether it's one or more who are going through their own little, you know, versions of what they're going through. So I come up to go to, to bed last night about 10, 15, 10, 30. And uh, he's, he's in, in a 90 year old way, he's ripping and tearing. He's looking under the, under the chair and he's ripping and tearing and going through papers and this. Um, you know, and uh, and I'm like, what's going on? He goes, I lost my ring. Now, he has never taken off his wedding ring, okay? Right, right. Now, uh, what do you mean you lost your ring? I just had it now. Just had it could be five minutes ago or last September. <laughs> okay? Right. And I don't mean that meanly. No, it's, I, it's just I get it. how it has <laughs> how it has unfolded from then to now whenever then was okay i'm talking about a guy and i told you this who was the sharpest tack in the whole factory sure. of tack making situation not even the box okay now you know i said well do me and he's and he's looking in his shoes and he's looking in the papers he's looking here and he's looking there and he goes back into the shoes and back and i said dad nothing has changed in the last 19 seconds that's going to be there he goes oh i know i know i said do yourself please and do me a huge favor one, know that this will turn up at some point, okay? Stuff like this always does. I know. Okay, good. Two, please do not obsess over this because, again, there's the other part of being older, what I'm finding out, especially for an introvert like my father. And now he's paying for it, and he's lamenting about him paying for it, but now it's like it's too late. I'm tired of being alone. Well, you know, you should have jumped on a... a Let's go on the senior trips when you were able to. Now you're not really able to. So I said, what I need you to not do is to obsess about this to the point it's going to keep you up all night, you know, and sitting in here with the TV going, you know, at 95,000 decibels. Okay. So I go down to bed. Roll over at 1230 and I hear just off in the distance. Not loud, but I hear it. The TV's on. Roll over again at about 245. TV's on. Roll over again at about quarter or four. TV's on. Finally, at about 10 minutes of five, or 10 minutes of six, rather, I hear it again. And my alarm goes off at 6.15. Mm-hmm. So I just figured, you know what, let me check my Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'll just get up at 6.15. It's not loud, but I was, okay, I was awake. I already had seven and a half hours sleep. I'm awake. Okay? I go upstairs both lights in the room are on, TV's on, he's nowhere to be found. Because where is he? He's in the rack of sleep. <laughs> okay? Here's what I bet you happened. He got rummaging around for that, you know, and decided he was not going to, he was done with it for now. Went out, got out, went out to the kitchen, got a drink, and rather than coming down the hall making a left into the room, he made a right into the bedroom, and that's that. Yeah. Okay? Mm. You know, meanwhile, I'm, I'm up, I'm awake four times. Because, you know, I hear the thing. Thanks. But, you know, okay. So it goes, you know, 
it, with, with an older folk, you know, it's just, I, I don't, I don't, oh boy, father time is undefeated and boy, he's having a party with my dad. Let me tell you what. Oof. Mm. <laughs> I don't, well, my grandmother's 96. She's still going. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, but uh, I don't know how, what we're talking about. <laughs> just, you know, uh, again, with the, with the Facebook and then oh. back and forth with with, the, with that, with that girl, with the, oh, uh, yeah, with yeah, the way yeah. to be that treated. Thing. That's right. I you just, know, well, Whether you're young or old, there's always going to be a right. curveball thrown at you. But but the what interesting thing was that, like I said, now it's become it became a political thing. So I'm like, I, I don't like it. I just don't want that on my Facebook page. I, that's not what I want. I just don't want. And I wasn't trying to make a political statement. It was right. more so that somebody died and I, it was sad. Well, of course. That's really what I was really looking at. You know, like I was like, oh, is this like really what's going on? You know, that kind right. of thing. Well, see, there it is. Told you, it doesn't work. Well, that's not what we're talking about here. This poor girl has passed no, away. That's, and that's I just what I saw. What I felt badly because there's a, <laughs> yeah. you know, a perfectly good girl, whether she's, you know, 19 or, or 89. Right. You know, there's a perfectly good person and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, isn't here because yeah. of something happened. I was just trying to figure it out, but I didn't know it was a four-year-old article. Maybe it's my fault for just posting it and not reading the article, which probably that's my fault. But, you know, be quiet. Get off my Facebook yeah. page. Uh, well, that's the other thing, too, uh, that has, that has um, come out of all of this. People, and it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. And I found exclusive of social media, in areas where people are packed in tight, big cities and, 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 and busy suburbia. And it's not even just that anymore, but mostly that. People get real surly real fast. Mm. Okay? True. They just do. When you're on top of one another like we are around here and or in New York, Philly, Boston, Detroit, D.C., Baltimore, what have you. When you're just packed in like a bunch of sardines on top of each other. People get real surly in a hurry. They sure do. Real surly, really, really nasty in a hurry. And I've been guilty of it myself. I'm as guilty as the next guy. You, you start poking. Well, yeah, you start poking me, and guess what? Rather Don't poke than, the bear. Rather than you know being Reagan-esque and saying, "Well, there you go again," you know, and being kind of grandfatherly or fatherly about it, I'm like, "Hey, the hell off my lawn! How many freaking times I got to tell you? Oh. Come on, Bing Bong, Cling Cling, out of here." Oh, the Orientals live down the street. They're always on my lawn. Hmm. Okay? I don't, it's, it's and you know, whatever. Okay? I'm as guilty as an axe guy. But this social media. It's a killer. You can hide behind the cloak of anonymity. Yep. Yeah, you've got your name out there, but you know what? Billy Muckenfutch from uh, Montreal doesn't know John Thielon from New Jersey, you know, from a hole in the ground. Yeah. So you know, I can. Well, that's that's I can what be mean funny. to him, and he can be mean to me. And my my friend and two of my friends in Boston, who are both radio guys, and my friend Randy, who's in Canada, who I knew as a child. He's like a oh. childhood. My childhood. He's actually my musical director when I was in theater. Nice. So he's having a discussion with my two radio guy friends in Boston, one of which used to live in Toronto, and lived in Toronto for like ten years, and then moved back to the U.S. So he, so one knows both. One only knows U.S. and one only knows Canada. And here I am, just watching the discussion. Very interesting. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. go there for is it. That. Discuss, discuss amongst <laughs> yourselves. All I'll right. sit back and watch the I'm going to give you a show. topic. Hmm. Greenhouse. There you go. It's neither painted green nor do you live in it. Discuss. Discuss. <laughs> I'll just sit back and watch the show. Yeah. So that's basically what's going on. They're still probably still. Well, I do that from time to time. I'll just I'll light a candle and just just, just watch it. Burn. Oh, you do it. You do it just to get a reaction. Hell yeah, I do. That's yeah. what I do. 
I don't do it as much anymore. I don't want it anymore. I don't do it. I don't do it nearly as much anymore. You know, because well, you know, when you when you get a result you're happy with, you don't need to uh, keep poking around. You just let you just ride the wave. You know, whether it's one thing or another. So. Actually, speaking of radio, so and you know, this is you'll you'll understand this topic um, very well. Um, but my very, very first radio job was with a, um, an active rock station called WAAF, which was really uh, popular in Massachusetts, really, right. really big station. And it was one of the few active rock stations there. And um, it closed down today. Oh, I saw that. Intercom. Oh. Yeah. That was my first radio job. Wow. Did you see it? It was all over I the did. place. Yeah. It's, now it's a Christian music station. Okay. Yeah. But that that was my very first radio job. And I had so much fun there. And uh, I learned a lot and learned how to sell radio there. That's where I, I learned everything. Right. Partied a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, actually, it's interesting because uh, there is a... Um, is it the... Is it, no, I can't remember the team. I don't want to make a mistake. So hold on a second before I even say anything. But a guy who was on the street team at WAF with me, worked with me, um, is now the marketing director of, um, I think it's the Padres. Oh. I I might be wrong. Hold on. Let me check because I don't want to make that mistake because that would suck. I don't know if I can uh, do it on my... Hold on. Can I put your phone for that? Absolutely. Because I don't want to interrupt the thing. Where do you need to go? Uh, Go to your Facebook page. That's the only way I can do it because I think it shuts off on my podcast if I go to the oh. Facebook. That's why I'm, I can't do it on Who there. Who are looking for? The Facebook. The Facebook. Go on your own page. You guys. And then go to the Tracy. Space... Go to me. With the Facebook and the my. Oh, face. maybe you won't be able to see it though, because I have it. I have a weird blockage on mine. Blockage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not blockage. to be confused with shrinkage. Let me see if I can see oh, the post. Come on. But, uh, yeah, he's like a big-time marketing director for a major uh, um, team. But for some reason, I'm, it's, it is San Diego. But I can't remember if it was... Padres are in San Diego. Yeah. What's, what's the... Uh, I'm that's, sure. that's it anymore because there's no right, other there's teams no other, out there because the Chargers that, right? moved. But for some reason... Oh, I'll find out. But anyways, he was, an in, he was like a street teamer at WAF. And it was funny because everybody's talking about it. and. WBAF. And uh, yeah, let's go. Let's take I know, right? Hold oh. on, maybe I can just look it up. Maybe I can just look it up on my own. Hold on, this is. I'm so sorry, Wayne. This is my fault. I am Dari. I am Dari. Thank you. Uh, you know what? You don't even need to do that because I don't. Uh, you already did it. No. I, 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 don't bother. Don't even bother with it because I'm just gonna look it up myself. But he, uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know one of those things. So it's crazy. I'll tell you. So he, he was on the street team um, with uh, San Diego Padres. That was right. Yeah, there you go. So he is the senior vice president, chief marketing officer for San Diego Padres. And he was a street teamer with me on WAF. Wow. Isn't that crazy? There he is right there. And uh, there he is. There he is. Yeah. And, What's up? and the senior marketing director for the Boston Bruins was a seller with me at that same station. So it's interesting. Hmm. They went out to work with pro teams, um, 
But, I mean, some amazing people came out of there. I mean, some amazing people went on amazing things. Some of them are sales managers now for radio stations. Some of them, a couple of them moved to Los Angeles. And very, I mean, just a lot of talent. Uh, actually, one of the sellers with me, Justin, he actually runs, he's like the VP of the Atlanta Braves radio station. Oh, gee. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of like really talented people. WSJ. Someone else I sold with. He writes books now. I mean, just really, really talented people. Um, and I just, I had so much fun. Um, I remember going to Coyote Ugly and we would party on the bar and dance on the bar. Oh, my. Just so much fun. And uh, it's over. It's it. done. It's done. It's done. It's really strange. It's like done. It's just done. It's never going to be. And it's kind of sad. It's it was such a good station, and it had so much. You know, it was so different, and it was like such a great experience for me. It was like two years. It was only two years. I was I went to another station after that. I went to hip hop station after that, but I, I did two years there, and um, sad, very sad. It, you know, I, I I'm trying to think the 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 AM and FM that I first started with, uh, in sales and you know helping out with uh, um, voice work and so forth. The uh, the FM is still intact. The FM is still strong. It's a uh, it's a hot country. Um, it's been number one in the uh, in the Williamsport, Pennsylvania market since 1974. Okay, mm. so even with various ownerships, while it's not broken, nobody has attempted to fix it, so to speak. They've tweaked it. They've buffed it. They've polished it. You know, for a while it got a little stale. But then, you know, when I got back there in '96 for my what third time there. We uh, we really made it, you know, shine like a diamond. I mean, we really did shine bright like a diamond. Shine brightly, and uh, you know, because it had gotten stale, and it's still doing its thing now. The AM that's WYLQ, the AM WLYC. When I got out there, it was uh, it was kind of a music of your life, you know, pre-rock standards, pop standards before say 1955, 56. It was everything up to basically rock around the clock. And when rock and roll started, that's when the format, the musical format, ended. So if you go back to the 80s and even the into uh, the early first part of the 90s, you had a lot of older folks, you know, who were in their 60s and 50s and 60s and 70s then, who grew up with that or were young adults with all of that and they loved it right well by the time again when i got back there the third time in 96 um it came down to dollars and cents it cost a hundred and let's see i think it cost a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year to run the thing mm. and then the revenue was a hundred and five and it had been about that variance for several years the new ownership took a look at that and uh, got in place right after the first of the year, and by by about this time in that year of '96, they pulled the plug on it. It's sad. You know, they just there's, goodbye. There's my friend Carrie. What's so, up? It's my friend Carrie Collins, and she's with the Boston Bruins, and she came from that station. Carrie Collins, well. she was the quarterback of the Giants. Not that Carrie Collins. Damn it. Wrong one. Penn State. No, wrong Carolina one. Carolina Panthers. No. Damn it. Mm. But, it, but now the, the good news is back to WLYC, uh, 10.50 a.m. It's been reborn. It's, it's an ESPN sports, local sports station. Uh, they, they had folks come in, and I guess you've got about a year to have it be dark and, mm-hmm. until it goes away. And, uh, Sad, within, man. Well, within about six, seven months, somebody came in and, 
and breathed life back to it. And now all these years later, you figure 96, that's what, 23, 24 years ago. Um, it's, it's living and breathing and doing fairly well as an ESPN local sports affiliate station. You know, they do a lot of high school sports, the local colleges around, you know, the area. Right. And, uh, you know, the syndicated ESPN radio programming that they can get. So, you know, God love them. They, they, they squeezed the lemonade. I'm sorry, they squeezed the lemon and made lemonade about it. But back to 96, don't you know, when they pulled the plug on that thing, oh, boy, didn't the... Uh, didn't, you know, that didn't Louie and Gert call the station like nobody's business? Where's my WLYC? Where's my Penny Page? Where's my Perry Como? You know. Uh, Penny Page? Patty Page. Oh, Patty Page. Patty Page. Patty Page. Patty Page. Look, it's Sully from Godsmack. I went to a strip club with him once. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and when I worked at we that went station. We from Patty Page to strip clubs in like three it. seconds. True story. Well, that was just, I just looked up WAEF, and it had Woof. Sully on there from, nice. from Godsmack, and I actually, uh, when I was in sales, so he did a lot of stuff. Away. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we went to, um, to a strip club with a customer who was a car dealer uh, named Ernie Bach Jr., and we all went to this strip club, and um, I got a lap dance. And Sully got a lap dance, and yeah, and uh, that's and there he is. That's my Godsmack story. <laughs> You're sticking to and it, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, right. no, it was it was true. It was a good uh, it was a good time. It's a good time for the great taste of McDonald's, everybody. We had fun. I have lots of stories like that. I told you I want to write a book. I I, I know you I've been do. thinking about it. How's like that coming? Hardcore now. Well, I I had I did start it, but I, then I, I stopped. You know, so I really have to writing a book is hard because. You, a, you need to focus and you need the time. So you know like writers, they're like in little rooms with like the old school with the typewriters, or you know, whatever, they're on their computer. And it's like, I feel like I, I, I have too much going on. That I can't white focus. Noise around you. Yeah, so I need to like focus and write it. But I have so many stories. And I every time I tell someone a story, they're like, you should put it in a book. I'm like, you know, I should. Yeah. Because I get a lot of really great stories. Yeah. And I was to, actually with someone at work I was talking to. And... Uh, I don't know how we got on the subject. And she said, oh, Tracy's had a lot of weird things happen in her life. And I said, yeah, I did. And then we talked about a certain celebrity who I won't talk about because I really can't say that. I get sued for it. Who did some things that I knew about. And he's pretty famous. He's very famous, actually. So I could never put it in a book because I would get sued. However, you However. can you can change names and, yes, you can. and make things, you know, change the the identity of the person. Uh, in order to uh, protect yourself. But, yeah, I saw some pretty... Uh, Duff Shaddy. Pretty interesting things. There you go. And, this, yeah, that's what we're talking about. I think, you know why? Oh, I know why we started talking about it. Because a guy, a guy that I work with was saying how much the halftime show disturbed him. And I was shocked by that. Really? Because, well, girls, I, women, I've heard women say it. But to see a guy say it, I thought... He said, yeah, it was just inappropriate, what they were wearing. Blah, blah. And I looked at him, I go, what? <laughs> I was kind of surprised by it. And he goes, well, you know, in this day of uh, the Me Too movement, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. I said, hold on. As a woman. Take it from me as a woman. I saw nothing wrong with that halftime show. Whether it was what they were wearing was skimpy. Well, yeah. But that's what you see on um, a lot of the, the singers now that all the little teen girls go to see. Taylor Swift sometimes mm -hmm. wears very skimpy things, and she's very big with the, the young girls. Right. Ariana Grande wears skimpy things. So I didn't really, whatever. But I said to him, I said, honestly, 
regarding the Me Too thing, if I had a dollar for every time somebody, a man did something disrespectful to me, and I mean disres- I don't mean like, I mean disrespectful, I'd be a millionaire. And I said, just because when you work in that kind of environment, if you're in the music business, the radio business, you know, actually any kind of business, you, you get exposed to it. You just do. And you learn to deal with it. As, radio as you just could, could be like that. I mean, oh, okay, I'm not going like to say that. millionaire, but uh, maybe maybe a quarter millionaire. Mm. I mean, it's, you know. A I lot. Had, I had stuff. I had a boyfriend had who, who on me, dumped me, me because I worked in radio. Really? Because he said to me, this is exa- he worked for Fidelity, which I thought was interesting. So he worked for Fidelity. I was working for this station, right. WAF. And WAF at the time, it was very raunchy. Very raunchy state. I mean, we did a lot of Howard Stern-esque things yeah. in the studio. Sure. Uh, there was nudity, things of that nature going on. Well, what are you going to do? Whatever. And uh, I remember he said to me, he said, your business breeds infidelity. No pun intended with Thank fidelity. You. But um, that's what he said to me. And I said, really? He says, I don't feel confident. I don't feel comfortable when you're going on those events and those promotions and you're drinking, I don't feel confident that something's not going to happen. I said, well, that's obviously you don't trust me, number one. Number two, just because you work in an office doesn't mean you guys aren't screwing in the bathroom. Yeah, hello. Like, what, is, what does that have to do with anything? Nothing. I mean, And from what I understand, Fidelity's Christmas parties, they all get wasted and screw each other, just to let you know. <laughs> okay, 401k Fidelity. Yeah. I know this because I knew a lot of people who work for Fidelity. So I was like, wait a second. You have Christmas parties that don't allow spouses... And you get wa- and you have tons of money yeah. wasted. You're doing each other in the bathroom, in the hallways, in the stairwells of Fidelity. Shut up! Are you kidding me? And he really, he really dumped me because of that. He no, really did. You know what? Good riddance to bad rubbish. Mm. I mean, yeah. You know, we had, and radio, even even out in you know market number two seventy. You know, we and 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 in Williamsport and in, oh boy Harrisburg, we had a hell of a time. But you know we. <laughs> For the most part, you know, we knew when to when to walk up to the line and, and not completely cross it. I mean, there was a little crossing going on, but, you know, we really didn't well, you know, dive into the Well, it's also a sign of the times, well, too. And, uh, a, and, and B, okay, now we're looking back, oh, boy, almost 30 years ago. Sure. You know, or more, okay, in the, in the 80s and in the early, early, mid-90s. And, you know, we would have sales meetings, the Friday afternoon sales meeting. Uh, probably three weeks out of four would feature pizzas and food on the conference table and two or three big coolers of uh, wine coolers, malted beverages, beer, whatever you want. It was the Friday afternoon uh, sales meeting. Okay, good week. Yeah, good week. Yeah, gonna do. What do you got next week? Good stuff. Okay, let's party. Who's drinking? Mm. You know, and, and, oh, and alcohol's involved. That's hell yeah! You know, uh, this, that, was as, this was as recently as, as quote recently as 1992 and 1993 when I which was which isn't with, recently at all, but I understand. But, but, but quote unquote, <laughs> as recently, okay, okay I'm not saying it's like it was, the 80s was last it year. <laughs> it wasn't 1972, was what right, I'm right, saying. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, the 80s was only 10 years ago. Come on. Well, for the little millennials, um, you know. They, yeah, I know. Yeah. We weren't even alive then. Yeah. Good. I was born in 2000. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I know. Oh. I talked to a customer of mine on the phone yesterday, and I'm like, well, you know, blah, 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 and this and that. And this, and this. And he goes, oh, man, you know, class of 1982 high school. Oh, man, you're old. I'm like, well, I'm 55. He goes, yeah, I was born in 81. I'm like, shut up. That's not even I told you that my IT guy was born in 2000. I told you oh. that. And then I was listening to Journey. He goes, yeah, I really don't know much about that uh, Journey. I don't know. I go, what, Journey? How do you not know Journey? Well, you know, I was, like, born in 2000, and I'm like, oh. ugh. That was like a knife to my heart. So I was he's like, 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah, he's 20. Exactly. Yeah. Unbelievable. Isn't that insane? It's nuts. It's insanity. It nuts. Yeah. You know, Jack was born in 97, and I played all kinds of my music around him, and he knows it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I thought that was interesting. They didn't, uh, Journeys, to me, is like universal, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, uh, I don't know. Journey. It's not I like I said, you know, oh, do you know, you know... Men without hats. I mean, you know, yeah, that well, might be about, a little obscure for somebody. about Bernard Eno when, and My Life in the Bush of Ghosts? Have you ever heard that song? What? Well, neither have I, so that kind of doesn't... David Byrne, David Byrne, Brian, Oh, I know David Byrne. Brian Eno. Oh, no, 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 I do that. I do know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obscure, yes. non-talking heads album yeah. from, the, from the early 80s. And there's a song. It's a very cool song. I, I, I can't remember, right? I... Offhand, but I remember hearing like huh. Brian Eno was all like he was, uh, he was music. There. It was just yeah. music. And and it's uh. my life in the bush of ghosts. And uh, somebody called for that when I was on the college radio station, and there was somebody else there. I can picture the guy. I think his name was Andy Smolicoma. And uh, I'm like, hey, Andy, out in the out in the other albums, see if you can find Eno and Burn. My life in the bush of ghosts. Sure enough, five minutes later, didn't he come in with it? He goes, yep, here we go. And I remember putting it on. I'm like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. And now I'm going to have to look that up. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, you know, okay, I, if, 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 if IT, you know, cherub doesn't know that, I get it. But how do you not, just as a person on the earth in America, not know Journey? It's weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just was, I, I don't know. I was kind of surprised by that. Take I mean, it back. I, I don't know. It's very it was weird to me, but well, you know. know what do I know? I, I, I what do I know? Right? I know. Um. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was yeah. So the, the, seeing the death of that radio station is sad. I mean, we both worked for Enter, Entercom, which uh, is just interesting. Yeah. We both worked for that company. That wasn't my finest hour, though. I have um, to tell you. Yeah. That was toward the end of my radio days, and I just, you know what, I. I I applied to, just for kicks and giggles, to a station not too far from here down the shore, a group of stations. And uh, I have an old colleague who was the morning man when I was at the Citadel group of stations in Wilkesbury back 20 years ago, who was now the morning man there on uh, um, 1071 The Boss. And I applied for this thing back, I don't know, I sent an email back in January, and then I saw something on, online about it, I hit it again, nothing. I think this is the world telling me, or the uh, the radio universe telling me that you know what? It's falling apart. Stay out. You're you're good. Do it, do something. Radio else. breaks your heart. Stay out. Oh yeah. Radio breaks oh, your heart. Oh yeah. And it's it's true. Radio radio breaks your heart. And I, I, somebody said that, and I actually it's not my words, but somebody said that on my Facebook page. Radio breaks your heart I every agree. day. That's yeah. what it said. And I said, you know what? You're right. It really does. So why does this yeah. always come up? It's so annoying. It's most annoying, annoying. annoying. Anno so what's what what's the the deal with it? It's like a thousand degrees out. Okay, not really, but it's like fifty degrees out in the middle of February again. I'm I not complaining. 
I like it. I yeah. I, I like, like it, it to stay that it's way. It's good. Oh, I like it. It's good. I like it to stay that way. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. What do you do? What are you doing the one for the weekend? What's going on? Oh. Oh, you know what I've been doing? I've been binge watching a lot. I decided like last weekend, all I did was I sat in and watched movies. That was awesome. What did you watch? I watched <clears throat> a Marriage Story, which was with. Um, uh, um, 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 Adam Driver and um, Scarlett Johansson and it was very good a little depressing and it kind of made me reflect a little bit because it's about divorce and it's about a couple one lives in LA and one lives in New York and they're having you know battles with the child where the child should be and uh it was the most interesting thing to me about it is how like screwed up divorce is. Like divorce is really messed up. Yeah. In general. It, it's not great. And it's just interesting. It's such an archaic thing. Like it's so it's almost like and this is what I compare it to. It's like it's almost like you're owned and you want to give up ownership. Yeah. It's like very you know, like there's something about marriage and divorce in general, the entire thing of marriage and divorce to me that I find extremely archaic and ancient and and just the way things are like, you know, the whole, you know, get married, get engaged, get a ring, you know, that kind of that whole engagement ring, wedding band and the engagement ring, by the way, which I didn't know, I found this out on some show has not been around for a very long time. Is that right? I thought it was like forever. I thought it was like ancient. Yeah. No, this is like the actual wedding ring, I think of the engagement ring came out when De Beers started. De Beers actually started the So the jewelry company invented this. Correct. Damn it. Just like Hallmark yeah. invented all this Correct. hard business. I didn't even know that. I thought it was like an ancient like like the wedding band, yes, but the yeah. actual engagement diamond ring yeah. was a creation of De Beers. I'll be damned. Yeah, I shocked me. I had no idea. So again, I was like, oh, of course it was, because it's all about money and it's all about marketing, and you know, it goes back to the Valentine's Day thing. It being Valentine's Day, yeah. it's a, someone said, oh, it's a holiday. It's a holiday. No, Valentine's Day is not a holiday. It's not a holiday. It's a bit of a celebration if you want it. It's a day where people say, buy me a card, give me some roses and some chocolate, and say you love me. That's what it is. And then, oh, on the commercials and the, the jewelry and whatever. It's very, it's, it's just a marketing ploy. That's the way I look at it. I'm not a big fan of that Valentine's Day situation. I tell you, back to your, about with the divorce, it's like, okay, you're right. You know, it's, okay, yeah. we can we can go and do our own thing, but it's going to cost. Yeah, weird. Uh-huh. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's strange. I mean, to it's, me. a, it's it's a derivative. It's a it's a it's a derivative of, you know. Well, why is why does divorce cost so much so often? Because it's worth it so often. You know. I mean, there's all there's all these people you see who are just nasty fighting, arguing, and just well, not right. getting along. And you know what? Fine. I will. I will. I will pay money that I don't have her and or him to be rid of this angst. Anger, tumult, and turmoil. Been there and done it. Now, here's the thing that was interesting about this film is that they talked about how the relationship started and how they fell in love and what was it about each other that they loved so much that they wanted to spend the rest of their lives together and what led to them not spending the rest of their lives together. And, you know, and it goes back to understanding people and understanding people have so many layers to them. 
Um, people present themselves in a certain way to get to a certain place. And do you actually know a person? Like, how well do you know a person? I mean, it's just like when you see these murder mysteries, and I watch them all the time, as you know, mm-hmm. where the man and woman were married. I think of a, a, the YTK killer, or uh, Y2, uh, not YT, uh, uh, TY. Anyways, it was one of those killers. He was a, he was a serial murderer, a serial killer, and his wife had no idea. His wife, oh, and he yeah, was yeah, torturing yeah. and killing all kinds of people. And he go out and do things. He come home like, "Hi, honey, I'm home." Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "I had no idea." And I'm like, "How can you not know?" Like, and so of course on the outside in, right. you're like, "Well, how could you not know? That's crazy." You know what I mean? But it just kind of shows that you just think you know someone. But you really don't know that person at all. Oftentimes, and not always, I'm not going to blanket statement this, but oftentimes when you meet somebody and you're like, yeah, that's it, she's it, or he's it, okay? It's a sell job. You are selling yourself. You put it's an on, interview. It's a job interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You put on, you know, you put on the best face, literally and or figuratively. Sure. You make it sizzle. You make it sparkle. You make it, you know, scale oh, of one to ten. Oh, Godfather's your favorite movie? That's my favorite movie. And then two years later, once you're married and, and, it's, and it's November and it's Godfather weekend, hey, babe, you want to watch that Godfather marathon with me? I don't really like that movie. Uh, really? Is that no, on again? I'm not a big fan. Yeah, yeah. What no, happened wait. to... I never said that. Yep, there oh, you go. Okay. There you go. Yeah, you kind of did. You know. When we get together, I can't wait to travel. I want to go everywhere with you. I want to go to Spain. I want to go to Ireland. I want to go to Greece. Let's travel. Okay, I just brought some brochures. Here's here's Barcelona. Ugh. Here's Munich. Oh, oh um, uh, Dublin. I really, I just, I hate traveling. I just really don't want to fly. I just don't feel comfortable flying. But you, know? you mentioned I, eh, back when we yeah, were. Yeah, that's when I. Yeah, well, that's you know before. I don't feel like that anymore. Uh, I don't. Sorry. Yeah, hey, honey, yeah. when we get married, I have an idea. What's Let's that have bit? like five kids. What do you think about wow. that? Wow, yeah. you know, I was I was kind of hoping for yeah, for a family, kids. you know. Cool. Yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! I'm I'm pregnant with our second child. Four years later, <laughs> I, I'm pregnant with our second child. All right, we're 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 forty percent there. No, oh no no no, I'm done. What do you mean you're done? No, 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 I don't want, I don't want, I, I just want the two, that's all I want. Wait, 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 what happened to five? Oh, no, I don't want that anymore. We talked about five. No, it doesn't matter, I don't want it anymore. But that's part of the reason. Too bad for you. That's all, that's the way it's going to be. But what about the other three? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Should we adopt? I don't want it. Nope. I but, only want it to. I have a career to think about, okay? And I don't? Well, sorry. If you're not going in the same direction as me, we can end this marriage. Okay. And free at last, scene. Free at last, thank God <laughs> Almighty, I'm free at but do, last. But do you understand my point? I, I, no, listen, I do. And watching that movie, that's what I, the whole time I'm thinking, you know I what? Know. It really is like that. Like, yeah. And that's kind of what it was. It was like they had all these, 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 right? <laughs> <laughs> they had these like similar dreams and similar goals. And as until they, they didn't. Until they didn't. Oh, I and, know. But then to separate from that person to say, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe we aren't meant for each other. I thought we were five years ago, but now I realize, you know what? I'm going in a different direction. I really don't want to be with you anymore. So let's go to court. Let's get a lawyer. You get a lawyer. You have to pay for my lawyer. Let's get child support. No, you can't get child support. Let's go to the no. Let's go to the mediator. Let's go. To, no, I'm going to go to this. I don't like that lawyer. Let's go to this court. No, I don't want to go to court. Let's get. Uh, what the hell? And then two years later. You're fine. Oh, wait a second. Now I just lost my home. Oh, well, I have nowhere to live. Oh, oh. I mean, it's like crazy to me. It's like, it should be, I don't want to be with you anymore. It's not working out. Let's go. See you later. Bye. Yeah. And I understand with the kids, the custody thing, I kind of, I understand that situation because that could be tricky. 
However, there should be a plan in place that applies to everybody. Well, and here's here. Uh, this no, is what it me, is. I can, 50, 50. I can speak to this. Unless there's abuse okay. or something, you know? Um, with, uh, you know, no secret, Jamie and I are divorced. Mm-hmm. Still, still technically, but we're back together. Right. But we had divorced um, nine years ago. And, uh, you know, it just was one of those things where it was, you know. You know, I said black, she said white. Sure. I mean, it was, you know, it was bicycle by Queen. You know, I said left, she said right. You know, um, it, it just was like that. Can't tell you why specifically. Generally speaking, I will say communication. I wasn't slash we weren't real good at it. Okay. We just, I did my thing. She did her thing. And every now and again, we would do our thing. And probably seven or eight or nine times out of ten when we were doing our thing, it would it would end up with, you know, an argument, okay? Because we just wouldn't communicate properly, mm-hmm. I think. But what we did, though, contrary to all this nonsense that you just laid out, is we just, like adults, sat down and said, listen, basically, this isn't working. It's not working, okay? We've tried spraying, scrubbing, and soaking, and we've still got ring around the collar. It's enough already. So I'm going to go my way. You're going to go your way. Mm. We do have to, you know, talk about Jack. I mean, because we, we have a child, right. you know. And we worked it out. Long story short, we worked it out for X a month, you know, for X amount of time. And was it my favorite thing to, to cough up every month? No. Mm. But on another hand, I was okay with it. Because it, I knew that I was providing for my son, and not for nothing for, at that point in my mind, my son's mother, with whom he still lived, right. okay? Who at one point, you know, was my wife, okay? She is now again, which is nice. But... You didn't get married? No, but... Tech, tech, not, okay. You know what I mean? Just... Where the it, rubber, where the yeah. rubber is meeting the mentally, road. Mentally, mentally, just emotionally, realistically. Okay. Realistically. Yeah, maybe not on the papers, but screw the papers for right now. Don't do the papers. Okay. Um, Sorry, but... Jamie. Don't do the papers. <laughs> don't do it. Well, we do it. We do it. We don't. No, don't we do don't. it. Yeah, we'll figure it now, out. Now, d- watch Marriage Story. Don't do it. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> After watching that, I don't want to get but, married. But the point of it is, we worked things out like ladies and gentlemen. Was it always convivial? Uh, maybe now, not. But we worked it out like adults. Here's my question to you. Yeah. You got married, and things were so poor at that time mm-hmm. that you felt you couldn't live together, no matter what. They couldn't work it out. I just cannot work it out. Yet, years later, you're back together so there is no way. How come you couldn't get from A to B? How come you couldn't stay and and go through the storm to get through where you are today? I, I Again, I don't have a specific answer on that other than I go back to just communication and or the lack of, the inability of, the inability or, or, or uh, not inability, the, uh, there was no desire to you know, mm. I mean, we, we were just, you know, so what's going to happen with fill in the blank? You know, when one would ask a question to the other, hey, listen, you know, we need to, we need to make sure that the, uh, the mortgage is taken care of or the oil, we get oil for the furnace or we get this for the thing or we get that for the other, you know. And when one of us would bring it up to the other, the other would be just as fine, just, just as happy to say, don't freaking worry about it. I got it. Mm. Okay. And give them the one finger salute. Okay, it just, it just, 
there was not a will. And it's not like that anymore. No, it really is not. I mean, I'm not saying it's, you know, roses and lollipops 24-7 because people are people. And you know what? (laughs) Maybe my favorite color of, of or flavor of ice cream is not yours. Right. Okay. Well, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago, it'd be, it would be, okay, this is an exaggeration, but to, to illustrate the point, it would be, well, what kind of idiot are you for not liking Rocky Road ice cream? That's about the most stupid thing I have ever heard. Who in the hell doesn't like Rocky Road ice cream? You are an idiot. Okay? Versus... Oh, you don't like Rocky Road ice cream? No. Oh, how come? Well, there's just something about you know um, the 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 nuts, the the nut, the texture of the nuts in there when I crunch them on my teeth. It just is just a little off-putting. Now, I do like fudge ripple. I gotta say, oh, fudge ripple. That's where we are now. Right. Okay. But you weren't there no. before. No. Communication. Interesting. Communication. Yeah. That's the big thing, you know. Even with the bad, you know, the bad or the or the negative things, so to speak, that we've navigated through. It's listen. We got to talk about this. Let's talk about it. Get through it and be done with it, rather than to dance around it, flip the bird, you know, have 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 some uh, some nasty language, and then let it hang in the air, literally for days or weeks on end. Which is the worst. Yeah, the worst. I'm not doing it again. I am not doing that again. Period. Right. Will not, am not. It's, it's, nope, I'm not, don't try to sneak it in on the panel with Doc, Ed, and Johnny. Don't even. It's not going to happen. And I don't see it going back that way, which is nice. Well, you know what's interesting, too, in that film, they were, they were having an amicable split initially. And he was like, oh, no, I don't want that. Let's do it this way. And she was like, yeah, I agree. Let's not get a lawyer. Let's, like, get a mediator. You know, it was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And when he was in New York, she was in L.A. She met somebody, some woman, and the woman said, oh, you know, you're getting divorced. She goes, I have an amazing divorce attorney. She's the best. You're going to love her. She's really great with my divorce and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh, okay, you know, I'll go see her. And that was the end of it. Because mm-hmm. once she got in with the lawyer, the lawyer was like, well, wait a second. You, you're not getting that, that, and that? Well, no, we, we decided that's not the way we want to do it. We're not that kind of people. Yeah, but you deserve that because of this. You deserve that. You gave up your career for him and moved to New York. Why You don't want that much. And so it made her wheels start to turn. So they went from having this kind of amicable thing. And the minute, so he, so this is the great thing. So she gets this powerful attorney. The attorney picks up the phone, calls him, and says, do you have an attorney? He says, I don't have an attorney. She goes, well, I suggest you get one because I'm, I'm your wife's attorney. He goes, what? He goes, what? I'm not, I don't need an attorney. She goes, well, yeah, because we're going to take you for everything. He's like, what? So he calls her up. He goes, what? what? We had a discussion. Things are going to be. She goes, well, I don't know because I spoke to the attorney. Like, And then you kind of see the decline. You see how it becomes what divorce oh, yeah. becomes. Oh, yeah. So he ultimately ends up hiring an attorney even though he didn't want to. And he got ended up getting a powerful one. So then the two attorneys go at it, and they get nasty. Oh, she was drunk, and he was taking drugs, and all this stuff that they didn't want to happen no. happened because they got these lawyers. And then it, that's, again, I was watching that going, this is the reason why this garbage of divorce and custody battles and, and this nastiness that happens between two people. I'm so glad we were more adult than oh that because God. we didn't have any bit of that. I mean, it wasn't, again, it, it wasn't a stroll down easy street to get it done. Right. But compared to that oh, kind of thing, terrible. it was, it was, a, it was, it was easy sad. street. Okay. You know, we just, 
again, like adults, like ladies and gentlemen, knowing that, okay, for whatever reason that we have agreed to that this isn't working, this isn't working. It's, it, okay? I mean, you should be able to get up and say, you know what? This isn't working. Right. Let me. Here's the piece of paper. I signed it. Okay, bye. Which is almost, <laughs> which, which literally is almost exactly what happened with us. Yeah. And it's very rare. It is very, very rare. rare. Because people would ask, ask, you know, no. that we knew, and well, did you this and did you that right. and, or whatever? And I'm, no. Now here's another question: Did you have any money? I really did. Right. So let's turn it back and say, if at some point, for some reason, you ended up being a CEO of some company and was making millions of dollars, I can guarantee that exchange would have been much different. It might have been. Yeah. I mean, you know. Or vice versa, not, you know, the man. No, I understand. You know if one saying? of us would have really come into it, then, sure. then you know what? Yeah. There may have been a reevaluation. Because once there's money involved, that changes everything. I understand. And you know that one of the leading causes of divorce is finance. Yeah. That's number one, actually. Or a little bit of both. Now that time has elapsed, now, you know, versus what 2011 and it started before that but mm -hmm. say 2010 2011 now we're at 2020 and uh we don't live quite in the same circumstance in the same world that we did 10 or 11 or 12 years ago true you know it's the vibe is different you know the goals and objectives are different things are different, they are different. um and you you remember i think you remember like you just mentioned about what brought people together what brought you to, what brought you together what right. brought you together what brought you together yeah and that's really how it starts the whole movie starts with them in they're in therapy and the therapist asks them to each write a letter about when they fell in love what was the things that you loved about them right and it ends with the, with them reading the letter again but it's but you see all the in between all the mm. hate the hate that comes out of it it's 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 really when you look at it's a really great film um, when you look at it that way, and I've seen, I have not been married, uh, thank God, but uh, I've watched my <laughs> friends go through divorces. One, two, three. It's it's wonderfully Lots maddening. Lots of divorces. Lots it's of wonderfully divorces. maddening. It's it's sad, and I've watched my friends divorce with money. I've watched my friends. I actually have a friend who's going through a custody battle right now, mm. pretty severe. That's not fun. Um, not I sure. had friends had their phones cut off, their car insurance cut off. Um, uh, violence um, uh, I, I've seen it all I mean I've seen it happen and it's it's maddening and it's like this is what happens like why do, I don't want to get married you know what I mean and I'm sure you don't get married with the intentions of getting divorced no, but I don't, don't. I, 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 here's, and here's, here's where I come from a little bit on that and this may be a little rose colored glass-ish but it is what it is to me um, I fortunately and this isn't the case with everybody okay I fortunately was able to to have two people in my life to use as a as a yardstick as a barometer as to okay this is how you stick together okay my mother and my father they got married in 1955 and it was uh, almost it was 59 years that they were married there was it was 60 that they were together mm. okay um, you know, it wasn't always the easiest thing. Mother could be difficult, and dad could be, you know, dad, you know. And I don't mean the current version of him at 90. I mean just, you know, just being how he was. Um, but they were loving. They loved each other and just, just to no end. They respected each other to no end. And even when there was a, a burp along the way or a hiccup or whatever you want to call it, you know, it, it didn't last. They had their moment, they dealt with it, and then they moved along, whether it was one thing or another. 
stuff that would have broke other people up, okay, would have broken people up, finances or, or um, familial-related things, you know, deaths in the family that were, you know, the perception was that it was cataclysmic. I mean, it's death, okay? I come from a different place, a different juxtaposition with all that than, than say, my mother did. But things that would have busted up other couples then and or now, it didn't. Mm-hmm. It did not, okay? Um, you know, I, I've been div- married and divorced twice. You know, and after the first one, you know, they I, they had to have to sit down with me. Oh God, what a pain in the ass that was! Mm. And you know, and she's going on like a like a monkey in a tree. My mom and I finally stopped her. and Said, "Mother, do you not think at this point this was what ninety three? So they were they were almost forty years married at that point." I said, do you not think for one nanosecond that I don't want what you and dad have for damn near 40 years? If you think I don't, you are sadly and stupidly mistaken. And, oh, I'm like, you know what? The circumstance being what it was has brought me here. Right. I can't go back. Okay. Well, and unfortunately, you can't foresee the future. And no. You hope that's what you get, but we meet people every day. Everyone, I've, and you don't know. You meet someone, you say, "Oh, I think this is, this is the one. This is the one right. I want to spend the rest of my She's, she's great. You get into the relationship, it doesn't work out, and you realize, oh wait a second, I just met this other person. She's the one who has everything that I want, not that one. Oops, that it was this one. She has more. You know. That's, why That's you a see bit people. how it went, not oh. for nothing. I mean, my first yeah. wife's a lovely person. She's very good. You won't hear me put the bad mouth on her at all because it's not necessary, okay? Did we did we end up being peas and carrots? No, okay? Would we, would we now? No, okay? Oh. She she has definitely gone in a direction in her, uh, in her life and in her beliefs and attitudes and so forth. And, and so they just don't, they, they wouldn't, I don't believe they would work well with me anymore, right. okay? But as young kids, literally just recently out of school, yeah. And yeah, right. you were young. It was, yeah, we were in our, our early to early mid-20s, okay? And it was fine until it wasn't, okay? Right. And then all of a sudden you're right, oh, there's somebody who seems to really, really get me. Hmm. Right. right. And, you know, blah, blah, and so forth, and and, and here we are. And you I know? look back on relationships I've had, and I say, with certain people, and I'm like, what the hell did I see in him? <laughs> You know? I know. Because in my 20s, oh, my God, this guy was everything. And then you think back and go, wait a second. What an asshole he was. I, I was in love with him. But that's what happens. I mean, you, you at the time, the person you are 20 years ago or 10 years ago is not the person you are today. Mm. And part of a long marriage is meeting the person that grows with you. And that doesn't always happen. No. Nope. It just doesn't. It's just life. No, and there I am in my very early 20s before that, you know, dating a girl who's, whose father is... Uh, is another another just big powerful international business businessman okay uh her grandparents her grandfather uh was a physician down in south jersey and he was like the king of the town down there you know and anything that she wanted just you know all she had to do was mention it and it was done mm. okay and i was this close to sliding into that whole rigmarole except for the fact that you know what again she said black, I said white, and for the longest time, I'm just like, eh, okay, okay, until I'm like, you know what, nope, and it was literally like a switch went off, 
I mean, literally, yeah. you know, from from 12.30 in the afternoon to 12.45, I'm like, yeah, nope. Yeah. On a Saturday in January back in 86, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. What do you mean you're done? No, you're coming back. I'm like, shut up. I'm leaving. I'm done. We're done. You understand? Okay. Bye-bye That's now. so weird. Because it just didn't work. Right. It didn't work. And I was... I was out in the world, and she wasn't yet, okay? She was still in that cocoon of university, okay? I was out and doing, and I, you know, I'm like, you know, channeling my inner Colonel Slade here. I've been around, you know. You know, and uh, <laughs> when I have seen a bared man, what the hell is a bared man? Well, she was still a quote-unquote bared man, and I was out doing my thing. I'm like, this isn't going to work. You just made me think of that YouTube video that's really popular now with the baby. Which one? The the, 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 little, the little baby that's on the toilet and he's potty training. And the father goes, did you poop? And he goes, I didn't poop. I peed. Have you been watching that? I It's know. hilarious. I I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I didn't poop. I peed. He's a little boy. I'm sorry. Okay. I digress. Go ahead. But I'm just saying, it's, <laughs> it's all of a sudden, whether you're 21 or 51, all of a sudden, the switch goes off. The, the light goes on. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> nope. And then, and then I would, then I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to get myself involved in this in this stupid chicken rodeo of wealth, which you know, oh, sorry for your suffering. No, see, there's always a price to be paid. I would have gotten involved in this whole this whole cloak of wealthdom, so to say. I would have, I would, then I would have been beholden because the father would have helped get me a job in New York at one of the premier McCann Erickson or something like that, advertising because he knew that's what I did and, and blah, 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 or got me some position with then the 1027 WNEW because again, he knew what I did and he knows people in New York and I would have been beholden. Then what happens in two or three or five years when I'm like, hey, we're done. And there okay. goes your job too. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, John, can and you come in and get the door? Oh, because because you hurt my daughter. Because Guess Pops what? Called, You'll never work in radio again. Right, because Pops called the PD who he knew, or he called the owner of the station or the GM of the station who he knew who got to the PD and said, get rid of him. He's a dickhead. No, I'm not. I just had enough. Or if I'm still there, I'm still beholden. And I'm like thing, obliged. I'm not having get that. Evil, like people get evil when they're hurt, and, and and you know when you're not going through it. that kind of thing and you're you're hurt, you get mean. Yeah. I mean, I I told you my friend, she she was driving, and the cop pulled her over and said she didn't have insurance, and she's like, yeah, I have insurance, and they said, no, your insurance was canceled. Well, her, her she was going through a divorce. Her husband just canceled her insurance and oh. tell her. Oh. Huh. Thanks. Yeah. Stop paying your... So the phone was under his name. The phone was gone. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's like, wow. okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's I, it's just crazy the amount of stuff I've seen. Like, See, it's just I, I wouldn't wild. even think of that. I just, you wouldn't because you're a good guy. You know, but, I, 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 if, if nothing else, I'd be like, listen, um, we got to figure out this insurance because you got to go your way and I got to go mine. We got to we well, separate guys got the, you get thing. the You get the ride of the deal, though, because it is true... When there is divorce, especially with his children involved, a lot of times they the guy is, is the guy, bad guy. The husband's the bad guy. Oh yeah, of and course. you get. I mean, the amount of money you guys get like sucked. I mean, like it's amazing. I, I mean, know. I actually, you know, my ex, uh, he was paying child support and uh, he was uh, going through a divorce and doing all that stuff. And I, I was doing the paperwork with him, and I was seeing like the way I was like, this is so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's just dumb. 
the way it works. I mean, it's just, oh, if I have custody, I don't have to pay. Or if you have custody, if we have joint custody, you can pay, but I don't have to pay. If he lives with you, I don't have to pay. But if he lives with him, I don't have to pay. Then you have to pay. I have to pay more because, uh, shut up. What yeah, the hell? I know. I told you, you know, I'm a mutual friend, but got divorced at the time when they were married. He was the breadwinner making all the money. And then they started not getting along, not getting along. Then he quit his job and ended up getting a service job. And then she ended up making more money. So then in the divorce, she didn't have to pay anything. No child, um, he, he didn't have to pay child support right. or alimony, nothing. So she's raising a child now. He mm-hmm. gets visitations and doesn't pay a dime, never. Not one dime well, for anything. And that's, you know. How'd that happen? <laughs> How'd that happen? I know. I had a, a colleague of mine who, uh, <coughs> pardon me, back again 25 years ago, he had primary custody of the children. Mm. How does that? How does that, that happen, happen? That the dad gets well. Huh, you right. know, there was a story, yeah. and you know there was. And for a, a mom to lose custody, it oh, has that's to be big. There was a story. Drugs, there was there alcohol, was a thing, abuse. and uh, you know yeah. he's he didn't he didn't exploit it per se, but he. He made it known, and it was deemed that okay, you know what, um, Paulie, you're 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 the guy, you know, you're gonna you're gonna. You're well, I gonna. told you, my friend's going through it now. Her yeah. ex is suing. It's a hell of a thing. I mean, it's, it's they're they're human beings, by the way. Yeah. So they're humans. I know. So you're shifting humans all over the place and putting them here, putting them there, putting them there, just so you can screw them up when they're adults. Because trust me, they'll be screwed up when they're adults. And we just worked you know. so hard. On on on, to not, on on doing exactly correct. not that with very, our son. Very true. And you know what? Um, hmm. uh, he's not that. He's not that. Yep. Okay. Unless it's under there and he and we don't know it. Well. He's not that. Um, you know, and and not for nothing. Again, I go back to the simple fact of okay, all that in my life, all that was yesterday. It's well, in the rearview awesome. mirror. You know, um, you know. It's 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 a little difficult right now because of my situation with my father. Not right. for nothing, her situation with her mother. She's older as well, mm. and there are responsibilities that need to be taken care of, and that comes first. And we've talked about that again. Communication, okay? We talked about that, and for right now, you know what? We're good. We're good. Uh, you know, it's not optimal. I would like to go home to her every night, mm. uh, but that's just not. What we're doing right now is not in the cards right now because of responsibility that takes more of a front seat. There will be a day when that responsibility, taking a front seat, is not how it is, okay? And then, okay, now what? Okay, and the beauty part of it is, again, unlike in our 30s and 40s, we're, I think, hugely better at communication. I don't know why, and I don't care. I just know that we are, okay? And that's huge. You know, talk to your person, folks. Talk to them. And I think, too... Good, better, or different. Marriage is put on a certain level, and I think children are led to believe that marriage is supposed to be forever. So when parents split up, it, like, screws with the children's mind right. because they're conditioned to think that they're going to be together forever. Who would ever... Who, why is that even that way? I just don't... I don't get that. So then the kids are like, oh, I thought you are going to be together forever. Is it my fault? Is it my fault? No, it's not your fault. We love you. We just, you know, we still love each other. We're just not in love with each other anymore. Like, the whole thing is just so cookie-cutter bullshit. It's bullshit. It's lazy language. I mean, I would seriously tell my child, listen, we're, we're together. We love each other, but, you know, we don't know what's in the future. Don't ever think it's forever because for, you don't it know. It might be. It might it be. It might not. But to set those expectations for a child, 
that's why children get so effed up and you see all this stuff well they're a product of divorce they had to go to counseling why is it a thing why is divorce a thing that can screw up your child because you set expectations for this child from birth that the two people are going to be together forever and you're or you this put them on the chessboard and you use them as a pawn Correct. don't do that Correct. don't do that you know, phony baloney, I tell you. You know, your mother's a bit of a whack job. You know, your father's, oh, they a, pit each other. Your, your yep. father, your father's a bit of a jerk. Brainwashing. You know, and it's ding to ding to ding to ding. So I mean, wrong. once, you know, when, when Jack was a teenager, and you know what? He would, I'm sure he would grouse about me to his mother, and he would grouse a little bit about her uh, to me. And, and I would simply say to him, Jack, you know what? Everybody has their moments. Everybody has a day. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has their, has their you know, their, 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 their long times of cogency and lucidity and everything is just straight as an arrow. Right. And then we all have our times of it's just, okay, um, let yeah. it be. Let it be, son. Yep. Just, you know, just she's your mom. And just, you know, when things feel like they're going sideways, just let them. Right. Just, just let it be, and then in five minutes or, or, or you know, fifty minutes or five hours, it'll all be back to to the same. You know, I'm not piling on when he says, "Well, blah 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 blah," and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, "Well, you know, uh, back in uh, you know, oh uh, one, uh, we had a similar situation to what." No, I'm not piling on. A, he's a kid. B, he's not stupid. And three, I'm not piling on. Okay, on the kid's mom, and I know probably for a very good fact that the, the, the vice that the vice versa situation was the same when he would grouse and complain and you know beef about me, you know, um, I, I I didn't ever felt like I was uh, thrown down the stairs either. Bottom line is this: be good. Don't hurt your children. Be nice. Don't hurt your ch- don't, don't screw your children up, man. Right. Because they're going to be adults. You know, like don't screw your children up. I'm begging you. You know what I mean? You don't like each other. Just, like, if, be honest. Don't spoil them, but don't uh, mess them up. Just, it's so, it's exhausting. I, I don't know. get it. I know. I really don't. <laughs> you know what else I So watched? the movie was good, then. The movie oh. was, was <laughs> yeah. See the discussion it led to, though? Holy it crap. It did. I also saw the movie Parasite, which was very good. Oh, my. Parasite won Best Picture. It's the first subtitled uh, movie to ever win Best Picture at right. the Oscars. And uh, it's, it's a, a Korean movie, and... It is does have subtitles. I thought it would bother me. Didn't bother me at all. all right. The movie's so good and so good for and you. so interesting and and uh, twists and turns and very good film. I highly recommend it. I think you should watch it. There you go. There you go. So I'm gonna Tracy watch Paris another, movie corner. Tonight. I'm gonna watch something tonight. I don't know what. Right on. Maybe a Netflix I, uh, show. I already finished Stranger Things. I'm done with that show. And the fourth uh, season's coming out. Love that show too. Right on. Well, it takes place and, in the and, '80s. And from the uh, from the uh, something new, so to speak, to watch, it's new, but it's not um, sports. Ready? Here we go. XFL football. I was wondering how it was going to be. Did you like it? I do. <clears throat> the play, the caliber of play, is good. It's not, you know, um, NFL caliber, but it's close. It's close-ish, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the rules and regulations package by far and large. I like the fact that they're open, and here's the word again, communicative relative to uh, penalties and what have you. Um, <clears throat> I like that they uh, talk to the coaches and players as the game is happening, okay? Not just, you know, cutting to the sideline reporter who says, yes, and I talked to Coach Farkle uh, on his way out from the halftime, and he said so-and-so. No. Rather than that, they have they have the sideline reporter 
talking to Coach Farkle, okay, or whomever. You know, um, um, I'm trying to think. I can see the guy for the uh, New York Guardians. That's going to be my team, of course. Uh, they took one on the chin last week. Week three coming up. It's just it's 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 done. 1,000 times better than the original XFL. It's actually football, where that was just a carnival with, oh, by the way, they're going to try to play some football on the field. Um, I'm, 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 like I'm in. I like it. You know, uh, I, I wanted to like the old XFL, and at the very beginning, I kind of did, and then I didn't, did not. So this is good. If those of you who are, you know, football folks who uh, are jonesing for that, why... It's good to watch on the weekends. And uh, the Mammoth Rage football is coming live and in living person in just about a month. 21st of uh, March, we begin in Jackson, New Jersey at the Jackson Justice Complex at the football field. Big stuff, man. We're going to have a good season, I think. Good. Do good they open the door season. and start talking because they want us to wrap up? I'm wondering. I'm, uh, you know, either that or it's uh, maybe it's a uh, uh, air circulation thing. Well, it is banging on seven, and I and I do have to get up the road. Yeah, I have to go too. <clears throat> so, what else? Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook. Real Tampa. Call us Tracy. next week and talk about your divorce. Let's do- <laughs> be nice. Mm-hmm. Be nice. Be 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 polite, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Yes. All right. Hey, it's almost seven. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out Until of here. Until next time. In trouble. I'm John. I'm Tracy. And this is Real Town. We're gonna go. Catch you next time. Music, please. When you open the door, I started talking, so I assume you had the music cued. <laughs> uh-huh.